Welcome, one and all, to the mystical world of Felbar. Adventures abound throughout this realm, and we appreciate the opportunity to regale you with some stories from these trails. These accounts are all based on actual RPG experiences that occurred within Adventures in Felbar. Some of these tales may be for mature audiences, while others may be for very immature audiences. We now present the sage Mikas Tumo from Tamel, also known as the Bard of Felbar. Welcome to Session Fartook-123. Previously on the Bard's podcast, the group crossed through the Gathas Strait and observed firsthand the carnage of the Great Flood centuries before. Cave and Fargus each went overboard to swim below the surface and get a closer look at the destruction, but each returned morose and saddened by what they saw. We rejoined the group two days later as they reached the channel of Thesis and observed a burned wreck of a vessel along the shoreline. We rejoined the party as Henrik and Tonia watched the party gather at the side of the ship and survey the beached hull. Well, that must have been a pretty nasty problem, quipped Henrik. I wonder what happened to him. The party was sullen and a tear rolled down Bulger's cheek as he returned to the rear of the ship to guide it through the opening. The newest crew members noticed the depression creeping over the original members and spotted the gnome's tear. The pair pulled Lady Irena to one side and asked if Henrik had said something wrong. The elven mage soothed their concern and explained that the vessel was the one that they had used to escape Phoenix. She went on to explain that the incident with the incendiary cargo and the explosion that caused Bulger to join the group. He really liked that vessel and the loss hit him hard. But his loss turned into our gain, I suppose, stated Irena. Cape Silvertongue joined Fargus Stoutheart at the bow of the ship as the ranger looked ahead. You know we're going into the lion's den, don't you? Commented the half-elf. Fargus shook his head but stayed silent as he pensively watched the water traffic increase. The bard pointed out that they needed to come up with a plan besides go in and kill every member of the syndicate, and it was answered with a slow nod. Sister Elaine and Lady Irena joined the pair and asked them if they were formulating a plan. The group then began to discuss the issues ahead of them and attempted to come up with a cohesive idea. It was agreed that the presence of Henrik, Tonia, and Bulger would be enough to get them to the landing without issue and maybe even into Dockside. After that, they agreed they would have to maintain a low profile as surely their faces were plastered all over the place. Sister Elaine mused about how high the reward was for them and wondered if she should just turn herself in. Fargus's next comment caused them all to groan audibly as they suggested they pay a visit to Johan the Lone Shark. A brisk argument followed as Sister Elaine and Cabe both felt the ginger dwarf would likely turn them in for the reward himself. Lady Irena interjected her opinion, which caused everyone to be caught off guard. She felt that, while an ass, Johan seemed to be a businessman that didn't care for the syndicate. As a small businessman, I think getting rid of that group would be better for him in the long run, and thereby less likely to turn on us, if he believed we could help him with his business model. The quartet discussed the issue further, but noticed that they were almost in Phoenix. 
Bolger was called to the front and asked if he could anchor the vessel until dusk. The group felt that entering the city under cover of darkness would probably be better to hide their identities. Bolger agreed and Hendrick dropped a line. The boat came to a stop and several other vessels passed the group without comment. For the next few hours, the group rested for their journey into Phoenix. Tonia suggested that she and Hendrik go first and pick up some items to help disguise the original four. Hendrik did add that he respected the group. The fight was not his and he would probably have to go his separate way. Bulger shook the man's hand and thanked him for his service, noting that he would always have a job on the ship if he wanted. After a few hours of rest, the group was woken up and the ship got back underway after it was agreed that Johan had gotten them out of the city once and could probably get them back in. With the reservations discussed, the group opted to get into Dockside and find the Ginger Dwarf. Within 30 minutes, the Folly reached an open slip. Bulger and Henrik debarked and made arrangements with the Dockmaster to stay in port for three days. Henrik said his goodbyes and left the group with his best wishes. Tonya had also left the ship but returned a short time later with some items that would help conceal the group's identity and inquired what else she could do to help them. Cabe, Sister Elaine, Lady Arena, and Fargus each agreed that she and Bolger should remain behind ready for a quick departure if the group's foray into Dockside went poorly. An argument broke out but was quickly quelled as it was pointed out that strangers would make Johan nervous. The group promised not to enter Phoenix without them. The answer was not well received, but did pacify the pair for a moment. As darkness fell, the quartet quietly exited the folly and moved quietly onto the dock, passing several sailors in the process. While some eye contact was made, none of the sailors seemed to take much notice of the group as they ventured into the muddy street of Dockside. I never thought I'd see this place again, muttered Cabe under his breath. The women noted that the aroma had not changed and pulled up their hoods on their traveling cloaks. The group moved to the dockside brewery to locate Johan, and moving through the busy streets, Cabe doubled over in laughter, causing the other three to look at him in a questioning manner. A pair of animal handlers were attempting to wrangle a giant ram down the street, and it was almost too much for the bard to handle. His laughter turned to tears as he recalled when Johann's lackey, Dworky, was pushed in front of a similar creature and killed. Sister Elaine smiled, but held back the laughter as best she could. Fargus remembered and also guffawed at the experience. Yeah, that guy was a jerk. Good riddance. Moving innocuously through the crowded street, the party made their way to where the Dockside Brewery was. Much to their dismay, the group quickly discovered the secret headquarters of Johan the Lone Shark had been burned to ashes. Puzzled at the turn of events, they moved further down the street to the guard station. Everyone looked at Sister Elaine, who groaned audibly. Ugh, why me? The trio pointed out that she was the most eloquent, and, as a reverend daughter, she offered the least amount of danger to the guards. Don't worry, added Fargus. We'll be close if things go bad. Shaking her head, the cleric headed over to the guards while the other three stationed themselves near the stockade. They watched as she bowed to the men, and a long discussion broke out with her pointing several times at the burned building. Finally, the woman shook her head and made a religious motion to the men before moving down the street and silently passing her associates. Lady Irena, Fargus, and Cabe 
followed her after making sure the guards were not paying attention. Ducking into a small alley, the three caught up with her and listened as she relayed what she had learned. The cleric told them that Johan had been arrested and Phoenix was in turmoil. Apparently, according to the guards, the city is on lockdown. Her explanation seemed to be vacant of details and when pressed, the cleric looked grim and added one additional fact. I'm afraid the High Bishop has also been arrested. The group gasped at the news and it quickly became clear that the foursome would be on their own. We close out this episode now and give you our thanks for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Bards Podcast. For everyone in Adventures of Philbar, thanks for listening.